Hello and welcome to episode 151 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off, because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, Mick, the man voted most likely to bowl 151 overs. And let me introduce you to the rest <laughs> of the team. The man voted most likely to bat 151 overs. Welcome, David. No doubt about it. That's just a <laughs> net session for me, 151 overs. <laughs> What would you be on at the end of that? Voted most likely to drop 151 catches. Welcome, Alex. Not happy with that intro. How are you, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, the man voted most likely to run 151 k's through the bush holding a compass. <laughs> Welcome, Roscoe. <laughs> I think that's a mini dynasty of uh, orienteering jokes for the intro of this podcast. Uh, Ross, to answer your question about what I'd be on after 151 overs, I think in the back 50 overs, I'd take the long handle to the bowlers. So I'd get to about 45 to 48 not out, I reckon. Uh, All righty. Welcome one and all to the Frederick Harold Sock Company Studios. This is a tight ship production brought to you by Big Lug Enterprises. Alrighty, so basically there's a little bit of cricket going on around the world, but not too much. So we're just going to talk a little bit of news and bits and pieces that are going on. Um, Alright, so we're going to kick off with uh, the upcoming tour of the West Indies the Australian cricket team is undertaking, which is also going to be a partial Bangladesh tour as well. So they've been penciled in together in every single article that gets written. But um, in the last few days, we've seen the squad being finalised and part of it being finalised is because seven players pulled the pin on being part of this tour. So the seven players in question are Patrick Cummings, the big show Glenn Maxwell, Dave Warner, Steve Smith, Marcus Stoinis, Jahai Richardson and Cole Drip Kane Richardson. For those playing at home, they all have one thing in common. What would that be? IPL cunts. <laughs> IPL cunts, exactly. <laughs> so the word is Steve Smith's troublesome elbow is playing up again. So a bit of a coffee table action possibly there, just banged on the coffee table somewhere. Is that a euphemism? I think he banged it on a coffee table in the Maldives while he was fucking uh, in isolation <laughs> from the IPL. But, um, it's because so yeah, he so fiercely all... shadow bats, Mick. That's why his elbow's always <laughs> fucked. It's, uh, it's like COVID. It just sticks with your elbow. Yeah. Yeah. It never goes away. It's with you for life. He's got long elbow injury. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so old mate Trevor Holmes is like, all these players have legitimate reasons for not being a part of this. The reality of it is, is that Okay, Smith might be legitimately injured, but the other six blokes basically didn't want to go through a whole nother set of isolation and all that due to COVID and everything going on in Australia. So they've said, fuck it, and just stayed home. So they're not going to be a part of it. So with that being said, there was actually two players omitted from the squad as well, and that was Darcy Short and Gin's man, too tall Cameron Green. So they will not be a part of the squad either. They were admitted. So seven yeah. people pulled out. <laughs> yeah, they, so they had to cut nine and seven did the job for them. They said to find two to cut. So what that does mean uh, for those of us playing at home, that does mean our man, DC, Dan Christian, yes! he's in the squad. So he's in the squad. As Mate. is um, the Prince of Sandwich, uh, Tambir Sanger as well. So, <laughs> um, Mate. Oh, yes, yes. Ross. Yes, Ross Guy. They've gone for a squad of 20 or something. 
plus two traveling reserves. Yeah, so Tamby is one of the traveling reserves. I think Meredith might be the other one, possibly. Isn't everyone in a squad who doesn't play in the 11 a traveling reserve? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they're like, you can come, but you're never going to play. No matter how many injuries or anything we have, you're not playing. You're a cup. We'll play one short before we play. You fucking hell. Well, it's the West Indies, so just piss them off on a cyclo or whatever, whatever. Um, Pedalo. Uh, Freddie Flintoff. Yeah, what are they called? Pedalo. I thought you said pedo. <laughs> <laughs> Tidy it up, kid. Fucking hell, mate. Jump on a pedo over there and keep yourself busy. Tidy it up, kid. What did I call them? Flyo. It's interesting, Mick, because uh, they named those. seven or something extra people added to the squad including dan christian about a week ago yeah so those blokes knew something was up i think well, they just do this with their winter tours they do these endless squad announcement and re-announcements and rejigs to keep it in the news every yeah. week or two i think it's to keep cricket in the news cycle i honestly mm. i agree with you on that yep. as well it's i think the afl method yeah yep mm. there was yep. a um a quote i'd read from aaron finch today if you'll allow me to discuss these uh, people pulling out. Um, he said that it's been a long-term plan for both Warner and Cummins to miss the winter tours of the West Indies in Bangladesh. Um, Finch said he understands his teammates' decision. He goes, but the other guys, I was a little bit surprised. I've chatted to them all, a little bit surprised, but it's also understandable, but I wish that they were there. Asked if his teammates who requested not to be considered for the tours. Finch said, I think it would be hard to justify going back and playing the second half of the IPL, which is obviously the plan since it was changed by COVID. Yeah. He goes, just purely based on the workload coming up with the T20 World Cup and a huge home summer. So he doesn't think that they should be able to go back and play the second half of the IPL because they've pulled out of the international duties. Yeah, I guess that's probably fair enough, to be honest. Yeah. Unless we become just like the West Indies and Sri Lanka and other nations like that, where the players will choose club cricket over. Yeah. Um, You know, it could happen soon, I guess. It's our line in the sand moment, Al. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we'll get Dermot Barrett down. It's what the BCCI wants in the long term. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. But um, one point that um, comes from that quote you read, David, was the first fucking couple of couple of, couple of words. It was always a plan for Pat and David not to be a part of this tour. What the fuck were they picked then? Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Well, not interesting, I, dumb. It was always a plan for me to not play for Collins. <laughs> That's why they didn't put me on the fucking list. Like, come on. <laughs> Oh, Just get interviewed after every week. Mick not picked yet. Wasn't my plan to play this week. Yeah, wasn't my plan I, um, <laughs> I certainly hope that uh, at least one of the people who pulled out of the uh, tours to West Indies and Bangladesh tries to go back and play in the IPL. Oh, I'd just like yeah. to see what the reaction would be from Cricket Australia. Yeah. Or the and media. Teammates, yeah. yeah. And media, yeah. Or fuck and us. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know how we would react. Yeah. We are the media Bam, now. I reckon. True. Um, We're big enough. Yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah, true. Yeah, I'd let it go. Yeah, whatever. It's their decision. We'll, yeah. we'll deal with it. Yeah. We respect everyone's decision on this podcast. As someone yeah. known to the level-headedness, I think you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, you um, didn't draft a Warnable today, did you, mate? No. You look a bit fucked. Uh, I was going to say he looks the tightest I've ever seen. Him. <laughs> it's hard work to a mass, isn't it, Roscoe? Yeah. Oh, carry the three. Oh, fuck, I'm flat. 
I'm as flat as a shit card as that here, boys. 50% of 80, what? You <laughs> <laughs> uh, said that in a flat way. Uh, what? Uh, speaking of people who are feeling a bit flat, we're going to talk about uh, women's cricket. We're going to talk about English captain, I want to say, was it is it Heather Knight or Helen Knight? Uh, Heather, Heather. Heather. Nice. Yeah. Sorry, I apologise for that, Heather. So uh, she's not a happy camper at the moment because um, you got they a dished up a used pitch for their current test match against India. Yep. Now, um, the ECB has come out and apologised to the women's team and said it's not good enough on our behalf which is a win in itself, I think, getting a cricket board to apologise for playing yeah. <laughs> Yes, Alex. Um, it's interesting that, you know, England have been copying our talent pathways um, and now they're copying how they treat their national <laughs> side because Australia <laughs> did exactly the same fucking thing last time Australia played a test in Australia. I think it was a, a multiple-use pitch. It wasn't just used the second time. It might have been the third time with stamped down bloody footmarks and everything. Pathetic. So um, this is this test match between uh, England and the Indian women's side. It's the first time these two nations have played a test match in seven years. Last That's time was crazy. in 2014. So um, I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate here, just Go for on. the sake of discussion. Go on. So the pitch in question, but so they, the girls play four-day test matches. Was it three days? I'm going to say four anyway. Four, four. Okay, right. So this this pitch was used for a T20 Blast game. So it's at Gloucester, so it's their pitch. So that pitch was used for 40 overs about a week ago. Yeah. That's half a day of test cricket. And if it was a men's pitch, it would be used for five days. So from that point of view, it's not the travesty that it's being made out. It's not good because they should still be respected enough to be given a brand new pitch for every game. And I do understand their viewpoint because I don't want to be treated as second-class citizens anymore. And that's 100% fair enough. But I think it's not like it's a, it's not like it was the test. It's not like the pitch that they just used for England, New Zealand in the test match. It's not five days old. It hasn't been like running to the ground. It's It was used for a T20 game a week ago. Like I don't, it's still not ideal and it's not a good, um, from a visual point of view for the ECB, not good optics is the word, but I don't think it's as big a deal as some people might want us to believe it is. Yes, David. I think as a rebuttal, um, look, I think it is disrespectful, obviously. And the reason why is because the ECB have known about this test match for six years, right? So, you know, they've had ample time to be able to put together a, a pitch that's fresh. Um, Many, many more grounds in England compared to Australia, which is not an excuse, but I think yeah, that's just another that's contributing true. factor. And also, if you know, they've yes, it was a T20 game, but I think you still want to have a day one pitch. So, a day two. I just think, yeah, you're right. The optics are terrible. Um, it's not the world's greatest travesty because you know the pitch is playable. Fair enough, if it was like something that the West Indies used to produce that it was just completely unplayable and it's terrible. But I still think in order to grow the game, which is what the cricket boards say they want to do, um, they need to show enough respect to be able to put on a fresh pitch. Yeah, that's, that's my opinion. Fair enough. Yes, Alexander. 
You can guess which side of uh, this conversation I'm yeah, on. Yeah, my but, side, uh, of course. Yeah. Hard left. <laughs> hard, hard left. <laughs> the bottom, bottom left dot. Yeah, that's right. about how left it's there. Anyway, um, look, uh, did the T20 Blast game that happened before, was that on a fresh pitch? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's a domestic competition. This is the highest cricket that any female can play, yeah, essentially. Okay. And I think, like, I, I just think of the uproar that would happen if the ECB, I mean, if it's a fuck-up or if it's deliberate, I'm not sure, but if ECB put English men's test side on a used pitch, I don't think that's probably ever happened before. Um, I just don't understand. I don't understand how you can't organise a fresh pitch. You yeah. can, they do it for every single county game, I'm pretty sure. There's fucking hundreds of those. Like, I don't understand. Like, and also, their, their pitch squares are like 19 pitches wide. Like, yeah, do another one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just don't understand how you can come to it and just go, that's fine. They're women, so they don't need to be treated exactly the same as men. Just a strange decision, I think. That being said about the whole domestic teeth or anything that you said, Alex, and that's a fair point, that they would have got a fresh pitch. But in the BBL, the pitches seem to get recycled a couple of days apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they're not so, often, but it's just funny yeah. that the the, BB, the blast got priority. Well, the blast, in, in if we're going to... There's another path we can go down, which I will go down, which we shouldn't. But I'm no. sure from a financial point of view, the T20 blast raises more money for the ECB than a women's test match. Uh, look, I don't know, probably likely, but I don't think that's why anyone makes a fresh pitch or makes a decision on a pitch. No, but... Ever. Like, I don't think that's... But you're, you're that, going, oh, it's just domestic cricket, it doesn't matter, but... No, I never said that. I'm saying said they it's just get... a domestic match, is what you said. It's just a domestic match. Uh, okay. Um, Listen I back, feel on the tape. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like international cricket, especially test cricket, should outrank domestic cricket. I don't know. I mean, if you think differently, that's fine, but that's my viewpoint. Well, I think, yeah, the, I think ECB came out and said it wasn't a deliberate decision to fuck up, but it's just a, it's a bad oversight, um, which has occurred, obviously. Um, and if it happened again in the future, then there should be considerable uproar based on the fact head that... Head should roll, yeah. basically. Yeah, head should roll, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Sutherland can fuck junior. off. Might have a new job. Just <laughs> this together over there. Old mate Colonel Tom Parker might get a new gig too. Oh, big Colonel. Mm. Yeah, mate. Anyway, we pit the eyes out of that, I reckon. Yeah. Um, just Talk so everyone knows, I was best. right. Um, so we move on. Speaking <laughs> of test cricket. <laughs> So um, we'll move on to the uh, World Test Championship, which is oh, meant to be going on right now, but it's not <laughs> going on because it's in England. And guess what's fucking happening? It's fucking raining. The it person, fucking the rain. genius at the ICC who ticked off a final in fucking England <laughs> should be hanged. Honestly, it's the worst fucking decision ever. I know it's the spiritual home of cricket, blah, blah, blah. It fucking rains all year round. There's more chance of it being able to be played in Brisbane at the minute than there is in <laughs> fucking England. And it's the middle of our winter. And uh, when you say spiritual homeland, Southampton. Yes, that's it. Spiritual ground. Well, yeah, what wow. happened with that, Mick? Yes. Yeah, so um, this happened back in March and obviously flew under the radar until today when everyone kind of realised, hey, that's not fucking Lords. What the fuck's oh. going on? <laughs> but, um, the ICC, due to the COVID and all the rah-rah around that, well, still rah-rah around it at the moment, but 
back at, back in um, March, they decided to move the uh, WTC final from Lords to the Ages Bowl in Southampton because it, as we know from over last year, has a four-star hotel, so they can go from the hotel straight to the ground, and they can be, you know, one of the precious bubbles that we know cricket needs to be played in. Mm-hmm. So um, this decision was made back in March, you know, rah, rah, and people might go, yeah, well, that, those things happen. That's not that big a deal. And the test match recently between New Zealand and England was played at... Oh, where? Lords? Bullshit. Lords. Oh, so, no. <laughs> um, so it kind of fucking shoots that argument down. But that's what happens when the ICC is overruling something because someone probably just had a great idea and the OH&S, OH&S officer went, yes, we have to do that because of OH&S, and that's what happened. But I yes. Just, yes, David. I just saw a residual runoff of the power of Indian cricket. I went to uh, look into Google Southampton just to see where the fuck it was because I've got no idea. <laughs> and the suggested search, Southampton weather. So I imagine there's about a billion Indian supporters <laughs> on there going, when the fuck is this rain going to finish? <laughs> but yeah, down, so yes, Roscoe? Uh, it's down the coast. Southampton. It's an island, so it's all the coast. It's down the south. Yeah, there it is. Quite sunny. Near Hampton or south of Hampton? South of Hampton. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Interesting. Has it got one of those beaches that's just like broken glass? It looks like a port town, so I don't think there'll be too many beaches. (laughs) And broken glass. Just got like a. Oh, they got me. (laughs) Just fucking rocks. Rusted metal beach. Beautiful. Put our towns down, fellas. <laughs> There's a couple of fucking weird suburbs. Hambly, Lee, Rice, Butlocks, Heath. God, they've got fucking stupid names over there. Anyway, I digress. Uh, but how are the teams looking for this game? Oh, are they even on the website yet? Fuck cricket. I think there's 11 on each side with one bloke as a spare. They like to call him the 12th man. The 12th Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think Kane Williamson um... might be back in after missing the last test due to empathy for England. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't wait to talk I about that, that um, Ravi Ashwin was talking up how much he was going to enjoy playing in a neutral test because uh, he's getting a little bit tired of the whole regime of home tests and away tests. Oh, oh was right. he? Yeah. That he wanted whole series played at neutral venues. This might be uh, controversial, but perhaps he should have gone to play for Pakistan then. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> or against Pakistan. Yeah, in, everything in would have been a neutral venue then. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so what a weird thing to. Yeah, oh, and then yeah. the coach Ravi Shastri came out and said that he was all for the World Test Championship, <laughs> but he <laughs> thinks the final should be a best of three. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, look, that's not the how worst idea I've ever heard you, in cricket. Yeah, but how much time do you have on your hands? What, you don't oh, have any true. other commitments. We just have a best. Well, of maybe three. if they drop fifty or fifty or a hundred fucking meaningless T Twenty internationals, they could have another Test series <laughs> yeah, for the true. World Championship. Maybe, Maybe they could the short whole the calendar didn't have to stop because some um, one <laughs> continent runs a domestic competition. Yeah, that's I've right. Got to get some other fucking cricket in. Anyway, yep. it's interesting. Just before we get onto the England New Zealand Test series and uh, um, England uh, India Test series coming up, both of those Test series feature something that you don't often see. Certainly in England, anyway, is they're playing three Tests in a row. So they're mm. playing like a Wednesday then a Thursday, then a Friday. Usually they have two consecutive weekends, then a weekend off. Yeah. um, Yeah, New Zealand are playing three consecutive weekends, and then England-India playing five tests, 
the last three on three consecutive weekends. Five tests, India and England, is it? Mm, so that's Jesus. how they've got five in by not. Oh, uh, did did you yeah. hear the stats about the last time um, New Zealand played a series that was more than three tests? Has it ever been ever? Yeah. It was something like nineteen seventy four. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, they only ever play two test series anywhere. It's yeah, like it's I found three, that. I suppose. Well, they I can't remember the last time they played a three test one. They'd play three against us, I imagine. They played against us. Yeah. 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 But not recently. Nah. Not recently. Not for like them, 10 years. because <laughs> <laughs> I don't draw any fucking money, Care Bears. Mm. Oh, speaking of that, you know, Ravi Ashwood's right. You know, when um, Bangladesh and Sri Lanka come and play in Australia for a five test series, I'll be piss bolting down to the yeah. ticket tech to get my tickets <laughs> to watch <laughs> that. Like, fucking hell. That's why when That's they. I'll buy a whole standout, you know, because they're just bootlegging they used- it. <laughs> That's why when they used to play the Tri-Series one day is that, you know, yeah, yeah. Pakistan versus Zimbabwe was always at the MCG in front of yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah. It was the people big ticket on fucking neutral venue. I think was the, that's, what, that's what killed the uh, Tri-Series, was that there were yeah. too many games involving Australia and there weren't oh. enough neutral games going. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's right, yeah. That's what killed the Australia A concept. You had too yeah. many Australians. Yeah. Yeah. It was all home ground advantage. Well, it was all the pitch invasions for all the overly passionate fans and the people were just like, oh, they went too far. Just throwing shit on the stadium, going mental when their team won. Yeah, that's it. They're trying to recreate home where that's not the idea. It's a neutral venue. Yeah, Zimbabwe versus a waning West Indies in the mid-90s. Oh, you oh, fucking beauty. A was. feast of wow. cricket. <laughs> Those games became so popular they stopped playing them as day nighters and made them day games. Yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> the excitement was too much. He, he needed some time to come down before he oh, went to bed. I think that's, that's why, why they, they were day games. That's why they brought in the mid strength rule cricket. On that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little bit too excited, have too many beers in a row, and you fucking lose it. <laughs> you could drink, drink full strings. Attend the Tyboo. What a legend. <laughs> Just fucking lose it. But at neutral games, it was light beer only. <laughs> oh, I was like, because that's oh. what you know. The, there was always the talk in the noise that Andy Flower could walk down Burke Street because no, nah, that's it. Get mobbed. Like, gonna... no, just... He had to I'll... drive his Lamborghini around <laughs> Melbourne at three AM in the morning. Yeah. If I could, I've got a great Andy Flower story. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure the bloke wouldn't mind me telling this story. Um, uh, my housemate, previous housemate, and I drove to Sydney to watch a test match. And this is when we went up for days four and five. And this is when um, England capitulated on day three. They lost nine for 10 in the last <laughs> session and we won the Ashes back five zip. Anyway, so we driving. So we get up there, we get a hotel and we decide to come back the next morning because, you know, fuck Sydney. What's the point of going there if there's no cricket on? Yep. And on the drive back, we... In the morning, we pull up next to a car and it's uh, Andy Flower, the England coach of the time. And Tom, my former housemate, he won't mind me name dropping him, Tom pulls, yeah. pulls his ashes urn that he's got on his <laughs> um, <laughs> on his uh, dash, leans out the window and says, look what I've got, cunt. Have you got one of these? And just shows him the ashes urn while he's leaning out the window in Sydney traffic. <laughs> Ah, uh, one of what the great did Mr. stories. What Flower do? Uh, he just gave us a thumbs up and he just kept playing. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? Fuck, it was hilarious. So. I've got this cunt, do you? Yeah, what have you got? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was excellent. Yeah, very, uh, very good. Uh, so we alluded to uh, our next subject. So, yeah, the World Test Championship. 
Um, any predictions, boys? Uh, it's going to be tough on the call. I think it'll suit New Zealand better, the conditions. They've just come off a pretty good win against England. So I will give them the nod, but only just. Yes, Roscoe. Draw. Draw. Oh. So we have joint winners. <laughs> I read. Can I read out what happens in the event of a draw? Is anyone interested? Yeah, Why while not? you're looking that up, Paul, I'll give my prediction. Yep. Uh, and I won't go pathetic on the fence, Ross style. I'm going to go tie. <laughs> oh, tie. <laughs> what do they do then? Do they cut the thing in half? Nah, it's exactly the same if it's a draw or tie. It should so this be different if it's a tie. Boundary back if it's better. a tie, surely. <laughs> so, so this is from Crick Info where we get most of our yeah, info, info about Crick. Um, headline, funnily enough, says What will happen if the final ends in a draw or is tied? Oh, I wonder what that article is about Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta if leave the... some sizzles <laughs> Silly fucking yeah. oh. If the final ends in a tie or a draw The two teams will be joint champions Oh, boo That's annoying Although the playing conditions allow for a reserve day it can only be used if net playing time is lost. This is up your alley, Ross, during the Ooh. scheduled five days of the final. Net. N- net playing time for every test. Time. Yeah, net. Net playing time for every test amounts to 30 hours of play, six hours per day. The reserve day kicks in only if the time lost during regulation play on each day is not made up on the same day. For example, if you lose an hour of play due to rain and then make it up by the end of the same day, then that is zero net time lost. Okay. If you lose an entire day's play due to rain and then make up, say, which is what the article says, say only three hours over the remaining four days, then you are short of net playing time for the match. That is when the reserve day kicks in. Why don't they do, why don't they do it on overs? Uh, don't know. That's just what... Because they bowl too slowly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Actually, I do know. Fuck them. Timeless yeah. test. Yeah, bring it back. Six days. <laughs> bring it back. Uh, you know, the, the, the famous story when they had to call a draw because the boat was leaving England to go back to Australia in a timeless test. So they just went, oh, fuck it, let's shake hands so we can get on the boat. <laughs> if I was England, I would have been ruthless. I would have said, no, you're forfeiting. Yeah, foot <laughs> on the fucking Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sorry, bit... bit. Shouldn't say that these days. You're allowed to swear we're a fucking explicit podcast, mate. <clears throat> True. We shouldn't talk about violence, though, Alex. It's not no, exactly. It's beneath us as a podcast, and I apologise to us and Jesus. Beneath some of us, anyway. Anyway, so that's uh, what happens if it's a draw or a tie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, David, do you know how much money everyone's getting if they win this? No, I do not. Would you like me to look it up or do you know the I, answer? I read it the other day. I think it's like $14 million or something if you win it. What, each, each player? That's fucking hell. Fucking hell. No, the team. Or is oh, it 1.4? Oh, I can't remember. I can't imagine it's 14. It's got to be 1.4. <laughs> and the winner gets that or something. No, Maybe the, a bit more. the winning team of the World Test Championship between India and New Zealand will receive... 1.6 US, 1.6 million US dollars. US dollars, brilliant. Yeah. So New Zealand, that's like 14 million. So I get yeah. where you got that from. Yeah, and the losing team, 
loses uh, the losing team gets eight hundred thousand. Oh, imagine if they lost. Losing team loses one point six. I'd fucking love it. How hard would they fucking play? You have to hand it over. Each player has to write a check over to his opposite number. Wagner wouldn't bloody do his back bowl and bounces that hard if that was the case. I don't get paid enough to lose one point four million dollars. It's a grand each by the whole touring party. Chuck it under grand each. Give it to the winners. <laughs> the poor buddy physio's apprentice. Oh, okay. no. West Indies will hope they'll never make it just in case they lose. <laughs> they don't get paid enough by the board to yeah. cop that. Yeah, good handshakes after the game. There's your check. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Bread paper bags. Better than I what they used to do handshakes before a game. If you had to give me a fucking $1 million check. Yeah, fucking oath. <laughs> Not that it wouldn't matter to him. He just looked down yeah. the back of the couch True. and put it in cash. Yeah. Uh, alrighty, speaking of New Zealand, we'll quickly touch on the recent series between uh, England and New Zealand, which just finished up the other day in rather pathetic fashion. Um, so we won't worry about the first test because I didn't write any of the notes down for that. So that was we'll, um, boring. So the oh. second test, yes, Roscoe? Just quickly, I'll let you go on to the second test, but the first test, oh, um, just day five, they the um, Poms... Uh, decided not to chase the total was the big story. Oh, coming yeah, that the ghost the It was lost to rain. It's because they had a they Division had a, 2 county team in. But they set a very reasonable target of uh, 275 in 65 overs or something and just didn't even try. Pathetic. It was poor. Yeah. Weren't willing to lose to win, Ross. No, they need a bit of Michael Clark about it, didn't they? It's very yeah. peaky blinders. Mark Taylor's turn, Mark Taylor's <laughs> turning over in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> turning over in his yacht. Sorry, Nick. I just thought that was quite important because it sets us up for the second yeah. test. So, um, yeah, so the second test, um, yeah, so New Zealand rested a lot of players to get them ready for <laughs> the upcoming WTC final, which we just spoke about. One of them being their skipper, Kane Williamson, which meant one of the weird, one of the world's most weird-looking blokes, Tom Latham, got to be captain, so good for him. <laughs> Doing one for all the weird-looking blokes out there. So we're going to one-up them soon and make Manus captain because he's our weird-looking fucking bloke. But yeah. is, uh, how big is Tom Latham's mouth size? Is it? Terrible like Bolt, or is it, nah, is it yeah. like weird fucking, deformed? He looks like most is like he's fucking weird looking. <laughs> like, you know, that you know, when you say that most, episode, most is like when he's got like um family restaurant, and he's got the big fake grin on. That's what fucking Tom Latham looks like. <laughs> looks like Uncle Mo's fucking family feed bag. That's what he looks like. But um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so they rested Williamson and a few other bikes, and there's a lot of talk around that it was disrespectful to be resting players from a test match and blah, 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 blah. No one told England because they rested. Um, judging by the result, they rested a lot of players as well. So, um, basically, New Zealand New Zealand won by eight wickets. They uh, pants them in the second innings, rolling the palms for 122. Yep. Uh, Ollie Pope and Mark Wood. That's right, yes. The equestrian, Mark Wood, <laughs> was one of the only two players to pass 25 in that second innings. Jesus. So this understandably resulted in a rather even and well balanced critique of the team and the of the team and the game afterwards <laughs> by the likes of the very very level headed English media. Um, so we might we'll touch on it. So the there's a video doing the rounds. If you haven't watched it yet, do yourself a favour and go find it. It's definitely on the Fox Sports 
website. If you go to cricket, it's in the videos there. But old mate, um, Popper Don Fingers himself, Nasser Hussain, lost his goddamn <laughs> fucking mind. And it is, in, in a word, brilliant. It is so fucking good. So, um... <laughs> You talk us through it, Alex. I think you're the one who, who shared it with us and put I us on I actually haven't watched that video. I think oh. I shared a different game? article. Yes, no. it was Ross. So over to you, Ross. Ross. Over to you, Ross. Yeah, yeah so Nass was a little bit frustrated, I think, that uh, most of the players in the top uh, seven for England have uh, unusual or quirky techniques. And he just went through listing off all the strange things they do. He said, we can stand here at the crease with funny feet. It's okay. You know, everything that's come before us and every cricketer that's come before us and all the techniques of cricket that come before us, you're saying you were wrong. And us with our funny footwork and our bats swinging over the gully and our feet going everywhere and our heads craning around the corner, we're right. And everyone that's come before us, you were wrong. We start listing off players. Viv Richards, you were wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it is so good. And if you watch, because they're doing the whole, like, it's one of those, like, after the game things. Because of COVID, they're, like, 1.5 metres apart. So there's the weird English Mark Nicholas, whoever, fucking dumb gun, I don't care about, don't know Ian who he Ward. is. Uh, yeah. There's Nasser in the middle and uh, <laughs> so, is it Simon Dool? Scott Dool. Yeah, Simon. Dooley. Dooley from That's New Zealand easy. is on the other side. He is fucking wetting himself laughing. When Nasser <laughs> starts, like, going... Viv Richards is wrong. He cannot help himself and he's visibly chuckling to himself as he stands on the fucking end of this. And it is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yes, Roscoe. Yeah, yes. And the other thing is, like, he gets to a point, he even he raises his voice. Like, he's, he's not yeah. just talking into the microphone. He's really yelling it out at one point. <laughs> and then he sort of reaches a crescendo and then starts coming down the other side like slowing down a little bit in his speech and bringing his voice back down to normal Must level. have got someone saying, you're losing it, mate. <laughs> the earpiece. Um, I did like that. And building up and building up. <laughs> I did like that comment, Mick. Oh, oh England's Mark Nicholas. Yeah. I love it. Oh, yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> yeah. well, the new one. Funny. Yeah, But he's not funny. on their coverage. He doesn't Which seem to be Which is a fucking coverage. blessing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, <sighs> you can just tell as NASA's rant builds up, at one point he just wants to be able to say, you can't. You can just fucking tell. Like, just <laughs> building towards. If it was in private in the change, it would have been, you can't figure <laughs> someone's chest. It was so fucking good. But he, raises uh, a re- but he raises a really good fucking point, but because uh, cricket's what now? 150 years old? Maybe 200 years old? Oh, it goes back a yep. long way. Yeah, yeah. we'll say 200 just to, make, just to make <laughs> my life round and easy. We'll say 200, right. So for 180 of those 200 years, everyone was meant to bat the same way. And that was how batting was decided, batting is and rah, 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 rah. The last 20 years, it's like, oh, you know, play your own game, do what you want, fucking hit in the air, do all this, rah, rah, rah. That's fine. But the thing about it that I find frustrating is, and perfect examples here in Australia, and, and I raised this with you guys in private when we're talking about it, Steve Smith and Marnus, Two of the weirdest fucking cunts in the world, and they bat so fucking weird, it's not funny. Yeah, they might run, so everyone just goes, oh, Yeah, what are you gonna do? They're fucking weird, aren't they? <laughs> but then, but then Peter Hanscom does his own thing and fails, and we hang him out to dry. We talk about his techniques, fuck, we yeah. call him out on everything weird he does, which is 
it's effectively stolen off these other two clowns and we call him out on saying, no, no, you can't do that. You've got to be better. You've got to be better. So, like, it's just the inconsistency and the hypocriticalness yeah. of the whole situation. And that's the reason it's not going to get better for a long time. Yes, Alex. Yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting, isn't it? Like, your, your output determines whether what you're doing is fine or not, right? And Mark Cosgrove wrote about it just before Warner and Smith came back into the test side and he was saying all it takes is, like, there's got your controversy around you, but all it takes is a couple of good scores and it's done. Because you're performing, so all this shit doesn't matter anymore. Um, And I think that's, you can sort of draw a bit of a line to this sort of stuff. It's like, uh, you're... Uh, Burns was fine in the English side until mm. he stops making runs, and then everyone's like, "Why the hell are you craning your neck back and you look weird mm. and you do this weird little tap before you start?" And I'm sure it'll happen to Smith and Marnus at some point in time. Smith will lose his eyes; he gets older, and everyone will be like, "He can't bat like that." Yeah, but he'll find them again, like his hands. So don't worry. Yeah, yeah. true, true. Well, he needs to yeah, find an elbow. Coffee table. That's why he keeps banging his elbow because he's going to look for him. <laughs> now, under the coffee table. Needs to find his elbow. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Roscoe. Yeah, talking about finding things, uh, David, you might remember from the first test that we, we were both watching a session of commentary from, I think, NASA as well, where he talked about Stuart Broad losing his outswinger. Uh, so, yes, yeah. <laughs> he lost his wrist. No, he lost that, his Yes, wrist, yeah, he lost his he lost wrist his and wrist. then found it again. Or found again. Yeah, Speaking of Stuart Broad, years, yeah. he's just a meme at this stage, isn't he, with the way he bats? Oh. Oh, Fuck, yeah, it's yeah. deplorable. I feel I reckon he's doing this shit on purpose to like it's I don't think he's trying anymore. If yeah. I'm Jimmy Anderson, That's I'm right. going, Oi coach, what the fuck's this prick doing? Get me up the order. I want to bat at ten, mate. This prick bat at eleven. He's <laughs> fucking useless. He got, he got a ball through the helmet that was a few years ago. He's Who was that from? Tino Best, wasn't it? Oh, one of the Pakistan. But I feel like he was exactly. he was shit right. But now I feel like he's deliberately doing the shit thing. Like I don't think it's sort of like, are oh, you scared? So you involuntarily backing away or something? Yeah. I feel like he's just doing this dumb shit. Like, I, I reckon both him and Anderson are lucky that their mate became the coach, Chris Silverwood. Oh, Anderson together. took three wickets in two tests or something, didn't he? Out of form, oh, especially in those cases. Banging the door down. What the, oh, he, yeah. he just broke the record for English games played too. I suppose we should yeah. mention that. Yeah, so. he did actually. Well done, Jimmy, you cockhead. So, but I, I think um, he got gifted back... a few at the end, so fuck him. And the start. But <laughs> mm. Tony Shaw, when he busted fucking Coventry's record at Collingwood, he got gifted the last fucking five of them sitting on the bench. Well, it's happening to Mark yeah. Murphy at the moment, but we're not a football <laughs> podcast. Um, uh, well, back to sort of the the. England have lost a test series at home for the first time in a while. So the world's falling down. And according to George DeBell and a few other writers, well, yes, article your by George DeBell, <laughs> um, that the reason why this is happening is because short form cricketers oh, yes. taken precedence. Fucking oath. Now, I, I think I've talked about this many times that this comes up every single time someone loses a series, they should win. Yeah, is the reason why we're losing is our domestic cricket isn't focusing enough on the long format game. Now, all domestic systems, I reckon. I'm not actually sure how New Zealand domestic cricket works or how many. Anyway, well, I'm assuming they would have a large proportion of it being T20s and one day. uh, list A, I think it's preferred to. Um, but I know like all the major <laughs> big nations focusing more on 
the short form cricket and have done so for like 30 years. Mm. Well, perhaps at least 20 since the start of the century. So I'm on, I fail to see why it's a problem now when it wasn't a problem when England were winning test series at home. Like, it just seems to get written over and over and over again. Um, yes, Rob? It's like the batsman with the bad techniques. It's fine if you're winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. No one goes, we won. We won in India for the first time in forever, but I think our techniques are pretty shit and our shot selection was off because we played too much T20. The big bash is ruining all our young cricketers, but we won over there. But I think we still need to fix up our domestic. It never fucking happened. It's never written about. It's never mentioned by any nation if you win a fucking game. So, like, it's just a stupid argument. Like, it's been around for 20 years. Why is it a problem now? So, um, if short form cricket, is ruining all cricket and it's so fucking horrible and rah, rah. Can George DeBell and the like in the English media then stop writing articles sucking Ben Stokes' dick as you drew a fucking World Cup final? Then you can't. Because you weren't <laughs> fucking complaining then. Short form cricket's the fucking devil when you finally fucking won something. But no, now you lose to New Zealand, who's the number one test nation in the world, mind you, yeah, and is fucking yeah. about to play off in the fucking test championship against the side who's like, what, ranked numbers? We're going to play numbers. No, no but Number you, two. England is what, ranked fucking fourth or something? Uh, so, third, like, now. Third, third, okay. Yeah. You meant to lose, cunt. Like, is that simple? <laughs> They're better than you. You meant to fucking lose. That's the way rankings work. The team meant- tie then is meant to fucking be you. That's how You're meant going. to lose, cunt. That's why they have seeding in Wimbledon. They should know this. That's why no, they, they are seeding. fourth now, sorry. Um... Yeah, it's, it's also they treated this series as a warm-up to the Ashes, right? Because they played so. fucking... A short what's fucking that, what's so, that yeah. keeper's name? What's the keeper's Bracey. name? Bracey. Bracey. He's not a keeper. He's just yeah. put on the gloves because they thought he could bat or something. Well, <laughs> Josh Butler's playing domestic cricket. T20. Yeah, yeah. Short form, but short form. Yeah, I just like... <laughs> anyway, yeah. so they treated it as this, like, let's have a look at some young guys. And their the batting order is very young. And Rossi pointed this out. And shit. Multiple times and shit. <laughs> so, in order to play the number one nation, they've they've used that as a training ground to play the number third or fourth nation in third at the moment. Six months time, right? It's weird stuff. Rinks rinks of arrogance, and you fucking got mm. your face shoved in the dirt for it, dickheads. Yeah, I, I hope this is an indication of how the Ashes are getting go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Roscoe. Yeah, me too. One of the things is that English cricket is obsessed with the Ashes. Like, we yep. look forward to series against other countries. They've got a five-match series against India coming up in August and September. Yeah. Surely they're looking at that next, not the Ashes <laughs> in November, December. I know you've got a plan, but that was a weird statement to say, looking ahead to the Ashes. Like, yeah. But the, the thing the is, they're top five. The coach, right? Or the, yeah, the top five, they weren't missing anyone out of their top five. No, and that's the thing. Yeah. Butler, six and seven. Who oh, yeah, there. okay. Yeah. It was weird too. I understand players resting and COVID, things are different and they might even choose England to be doing different things to other countries. That's fine. But, so rest makes sense. How was Butler playing in a T20 at the time the test match was on? Either you're playing the test match or you're not playing at all. Yeah, and a bloke who literally can't catch the ball is a game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> probably some old tweets. That was the that was a uh, yeah. uh, you know a problem they didn't expect because they thought Folks, who's their second keeper, 
and he slipped over in the dressing room and did a hammy. <laughs> That's right. Well, he must have floor. slipped hard. Normally, you just like yeah. bang your elbow, Steve Smith style. You don't necessarily twinge your hammy. Yeah, so they also didn't yeah. pick a spinner either. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, and they picked two fast bowlers, two old fast bowlers in the same team. That doesn't make sense. Those two shouldn't play together. They're just, uh, it's weird. If they bring that 11 to Australia, we'll just be like, can you lose a five match series 7 0? Because that's what <laughs> <they're> doing, <laughs> Bonus points. Bonus points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the Test Championship. <laughs> well, we'll be fucking set after yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's very hard to understand why they didn't play a spinner, Mick. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it either. Like especially four fast bowlers. Like, what's the point? Well, that's the thing. Like, if you need an extra fast bowler because those two old fast bowlers have to do the job of one, then you don't fucking pick one of them. Like, it's <laughs> that simple. Like, like, yeah, they've been great servants of the game, and you know, Jimmy Anderson breaking record for tests and rah rah rah. But if you, if he legitimately can't play just based on being allowed to do his output and then Stuart Broad can't play based on doing his output and they shouldn't play together. Like it's yeah. You don't you don't pick cover don't pick players to cover for other players. Same as it's like you can't set bad you can't set fields for bad bowling. Like you cannot have a strategy based around having deficiencies and things being shit. You just set you set yourself they deserve to lose this they set themselves up for failure at the fucking selection table. Absolutely. It's interesting, Bessford, that uh, New Zealand out-batted, out-bowled, out-fielded mm. and out-rotated England. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> New Zealand rotated six players and they yeah. still beat them. Uh, I think Kane Williamson one was pretty serious. So he had that elbow. They showed pictures of him getting his elbow. Yeah, he's getting a drain or something. Like he he uh, must have hit that same coffee table that... Uh, must have been over at Steve Smith's place in the Maldives banging coffee tables yeah. together. I think... Um, he got the rusty end, so it got a little yeah. bit infected. Yeah. So that one's just the other ones. They uh, <laughs> they did just rotate, but uh, one of the blokes came in for Williamson and batted three and made eighty. Yeah, so they got a bit of depth there, New Zealand. I mean, you know, it's been the world. It's been the reports around the world for years that New Zealand has the best first class system in the world. Mm. So you know, so they don't been... focus on the bloody kiwi fruit fucking super smash or whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah, they're the only <laughs> domestic. Cricket league, not to have franchise T20. Oh. They just have the same. They don't have teams. enough towns for that. Well, <laughs> like they've got they, these six, two islands. Six teams in their um, domestic structure, but they haven't gone to franchises. They might have just. Yeah, the six teams, probably a town as big as I Rimple, where I'm from. Probably a thousand <laughs> people in that town. Well, it's, it's fucking tiny, that country. A town called Auckland. It's got a few people. Yeah, anyway, yeah well, how many teams in that? One? Good yeah. on him. I yeah. said the sixth biggest team. You're just not listening to me. Oh, sorry, I you maybe you're a bit, you're a bit tired. I misheard you. My apologies. Oh, well, how fucking dare you? <laughs> that's how they pick. That's how they pick the cricket teams in New Zealand. They just go to the town square and they put their first eleven bucks to put their hand up and they go, "Who doesn't play rugby?" <laughs> and no one puts the hand up. And then, and they go, and then a tall black goes to put his hand up and go, "Not you." Yeah. Four point seven million people. Yeah. He should be a tall black. 
Kyle Jamison. He's 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 there, Cameron Green, except he takes wickets. Um <laughs> Mick on fire. That's a good one. <laughs> I'll tip Madsley to time timestamp that and get it. So four point four point seven million in Auckland was it? Full? Nah, in New Zealand as a whole. Yeah, yeah, as a whole. For the six Auckland. Auckland. If they all put in like if they all put in like thirty or forty cents each. I'll cover the money for the fucking <laughs> test championship. <laughs> one point six um, tax. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So they all crossing their fingers in New Zealand, hoping it rains for six days. <laughs> And have to give up 40 cents. Uh, <laughs> Seriously, though, the sixth biggest bloody town's got to have like 40,000 people in it over there. Like, it can't be. Yeah, that would be very interesting. To know it can't be Adelaide size. Can't be. No. Anyway, no. I'm not going to do you any research to look it up. It's not Adelaide size, is it? Uh, it might mm. be exactly Adelaide mm. size, I think. Um, so one thing I don't know I haven't got this in my agenda but I can't remember whether we spoke about it or not but um, David Saker was named Renegade's coach did we talk about that last podcast? I think that sort of news is beneath us as newsbreakers oh okay (laughs) yeah yeah, it's just domestic cricket so we don't talk about it (laughs) Saker am I a Saker Sake of my dick, man. <laughs> uh, talking of um, domestic T20 cricket, Mick, I've been watching a bit of the Vitality Blast from the Oh, UK. you're the one. Okay. Uh, on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. on KO, I've been enjoying it. The Mark Butcher on comms. Right. And they have a caravan that they tow around from ground to ground. And they park it really? on the outfield yeah. yeah, next to the rope and... I just uh, I think they the same commentators sleep in the caravan. As they it to the next <laughs> I feel well. I feel like you're joking. I don't know. I feel like this is a no. I'm serious. It's called the, they call it the Sky Sports Cricket Pod. It's a caravan that they commentate wow. on. See, why? and that's and, why um, it's better than the BBL right there because you yeah, never see Gilly in a caravan. No, oh. just because there's six games on every day. That's what makes yeah, it better. Yeah, well, that's true. Is this it's like that? Um, NFL commentator who was scared of flying. Is that why they're yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think so. It's for COVID reasons. Yeah. It's, that a, it's a traveling bubble. Yeah, the bus. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so the other thing I've noticed out of this is um, Cameron Green. The um, No, not Cameron Green. What's his name? The other one. Chris Green. I don't know. Chris the Green. Rooster. Yep. Yeah, Chris Green. Yep. He's playing for Middlesex. So he's doing a good job. And uh, he, t- he took a hat trick the other day, including oh, a five. Shit, yeah. yeah, last three balls of the innings, three wickets. Oh, so, bang, bang, bang! Yep, uh, Steve Finn still playing cricket. Did you know that? <laughs> Did not. He's a big yeah. fucking bodybuilder. Big one, tall guy. He? No, that's Tremor. Uh, Tremor. Oh, that's Tremor. Oh, that's Tremor. The one who used to clip the um, wickets with his hand as he was yeah. in the bowl. I went down to YouTube yeah. rabbit hole the other day, Ross, and I mm. saw a bloke. Uh, I was just watching some highlights of England Test cricket, and I saw a bloke in the in the huddle after a wicket. And I thought, I fucking vaguely remember this bloke. And I just couldn't for the life of me put a name to him. And it was fucking Finn. I was like, that's who he is. Fucking Finn. He just, the most <laughs> inoffensive looking person. <laughs> Wouldn't remember him. <laughs> he used to bowl hate and well, and then they yeah. ruined him, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Very tall bowler. Anyway, uh, he, he hasn't played a test match since 2016. And I looked him up, and he's only 32 now. Oh, really? So, oh, wow. So yeah, he's got six more years in him to, yeah. to play the Anderson levels. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So nice. that was good to see. And uh, then I was watching a little bit of uh, 
uh, someone else today, and um, and uh, there, there was one of the bowlers bowling, and every time that uh, he re- in his delivery stride release the ball, he's like, <clears throat> oh, grunt muscle serving the ball. Right, yeah, that's weird. So Gives him at least fifteen k's now. Putting in the big ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've only yeah, got twenty. Uh, you only it. got four overs. I was saying, you only got twenty balls. But you got four overs. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing, Alex. He's hoping for the hundred to come along. So he has to do twenty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tried hard. And the the other th- funny thing about it was that he's a spinner. <laughs> really. No, he wasn't as good. Oh, well, fuck I, I don't watch the finger blast, mate. I don't know. You're not watching it? Oh. No, fuck that. Okay. Jesus Christ. I don't watch the IPL. I'm going to watch the fucking finger blast. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> All righty. Well, because Actually, we are... I've really okay. enjoyed it. Yeah, someone's got it. Because yeah, we're a podcast focusing on domestic <laughs> cricket, we didn't, say it was like, we didn't say Australian domestic cricket, so I'm proud that David is going to fill us in on the best domestic cricket system in the world, and that is the domestic <laughs> cricket system in New Zealand. Yep, the Plunkett Shield. So, um, Gin, you were Came talking about... Jimmy Plunkett. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You were talking about... Um, reject Jimmy Plunkett. <laughs> you were talking about populations and the six teams. Absolutely. Uh, you're right with six teams. It's Auckland, Wellington, Canterbury, Otago, Central Districts, and Northern Districts. Uh-huh. Um, How enough, big is the town of Northern Districts? Uh, so I'll get to that. But funnily <laughs> enough, I looked at the point system for the Plunkett Shield. And did you know if you win a game, you get 12 points? And if you lose it, you get zero. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, wow. what, a novel, what a novel concept. Um, <laughs> but had enough someone feel the team cheating? That's right? yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, true. What, what a backwards way of doing things. <laughs> they say um, they reckon they're the best. Ha! Huh? I laugh in their face. <laughs> so we've got Auckland who have won 23 titles. They have 1.6 million people, Al. Uh-huh. Wellington have 212,000, which is about the same size as the Northern Territory. Yep. Uh, Canterbury, 628,000. Otago, 236,000. Now... This is where it gets yeah. a bit funky with the Google numbers. Uh, so I've just popped in Central District's New Zealand population. So there's a few different, uh, I guess, townships that make up. I'm not going to try and read them because I'll, I'll fuck it up because they're quite, um, I would say they're Indigenous names. Uh, so the Central District's L has a population yeah. of about 14,000, it says here. <laughs> And I fucking said it. I fucking Hill said district. it. Fucking no, I ripple. It's Swan Hill District in the fucking first class <laughs> in the shield. And the Northern Districts, uh, they have a population as of 2018 of about 179,000. I thought you yeah. meant to say 179 people. No, no, like, no. <laughs> Jesus. So, yes, you're right. Some of those have really, really yeah. small populations. That's a fair effort by them to be able to get, be to be able to get 11 very good cricketers to fucking mm. be the number one test nation. So. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, huge effort. Yeah. They might get a bit of overflow out of Auckland, do you reckon, with 1.6 million? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, they've got zones, so they're not allowed <laughs> to... <yeah. laughs> so anyway, research done. That's fucking my research hell. for the year. All righty. So, and lastly, because Ross is so enamoured with T20 cricket, we're going to quickly talk about... Um, a bit of PSL for those playing at home. That's the Pakistan Super League. So we're going to quickly touch on one of our favourites here on the program, and that is 
Islamabad United standing captain, Mr. Usman Khawaja, who, as we know, mentioned he wanted to go back and play Pakistan, play cricket in Pakistan, where he's from. Islamabad is where he was actually born, so he wanted to go back and play for his home team and play some cricket there before his career was over. He smashed a ton the uh, this morning. Jesus. Um, so he made 105 of 56 balls. Fucking hell. So as he helped his team to a 15-run win. So well under Uzi, they put up two for 247, which I believe is the highest score in PSL history, or at Jesus. least for this tournament. So well done to him. Um, yeah, so there we go. A bit of domestic cricket from all around the horn. Yes, Roscoe? Yep, uh, just some of the other big names from Australia playing in the PSL this year include uh, Ben Dunk. Fuck got a six-year six contract for um, the Qatar <laughs> Gladiators. He said big name, not the biggest name. Like, yeah. Jesus. Uh, he, he, um, he, he signed the contract and slammed the pen down. That's <laughs> how he got his nickname, <laughs> Slam Dunk. <laughs> oh, fuck off, Ross. <laughs> Also, uh, it was caught dunk by James Faulkner the other day. So, yeah. good luck on that, Batsman. Didn't he Dream take like, a five for or somehow? I'm like, you know, five five. Other such big names playing from Australia as Jake Weatherald. Oh, shit. And, Huge. Um, uh, some other even smaller name I can't even think. And just to, to quickly go back to the county stuff, um, Marnus made three half centuries in a row for Glamorgan. Yeah. Oh, so it's know, back in form how he does it, because he never played for Australia, so he must have a UK passport. Ben Dwarshus has been shit uh. at wherever he's playing. And who's, <laughs> I tell you who's really stinking it up, he's had 10 hits and made 110 runs. Oh. It Travis Head. Yeah, Gins, mate. Yeah, across all formats, Please. and he's taken it's one exactly with the same as Usman in Test cricket. Probably yeah, not so much they, in county they, cricket, they, I imagine. <laughs> they found their new Usman, haven't they? T-Head. Hmm. So he's been stinking up down on the south coast at Sussex. Mm. Yes, David. I was looking up the PSL because, um, you know, uh, we we need to support each other on this podcast. And one of Gin's um, main passions is the PSL opening ceremony. So I did look it up. I haven't watched it, but I found it interesting that it was actually in Istanbul in Turkey, the opening ceremony. Is T-Pain there? He might have been. And the, <laughs> the games that I've seen played so far in the PSL look like they're being played in the Emirates. So it's it's oh. a, a cross-continental uh, sort of league. Roscoe? Yeah, yeah well, the, the PSL started in about March and then they had a bit of COVID issues. Oh, they called okay. a hiatus on it. Now oh, it's right. in, um, part two. Yeah. Well, sort of IPL style. So maybe there's a special... Um, PSL entree opening ceremony in a different oh, concert. Oh, it might have been. Yeah, true, true. Bit of sizzle, a sizzle opening ceremony. A sizzle plate. What a time to be alive, <laughs> What hey? was his name? Um, hardball or rock dog or whatever. What the fuck are you talking <laughs> about? Pitbull. Pitbull. If I Google rock dog, what are we planning? No, wasn't it like Nelly or something like that? Like it was someone. It wasn't Pitbull. I don't. Was it Ja Rule? Yes, it was Ja Rule, and his plane broke down, so he couldn't make it to the opening ceremony. Ross, you've just mentioned when he's going to a big payday. Yeah, you've just mentioned rock dog. Ross and I've googled it, and I've got an IMDb page for a. Oh, what would you call it? A cartoon from 2016, uh, which Ooh. featured famous names Eddie Izzard, 
uh, Matt Dillon, if anyone knows who he is, no. and Julie Craig, uh, sister of Jenny Craig. So, um, <laughs> Matt Dillon oh. is the brother of Kevin Dillon, That's who right. is from Entourage. Entourage, yeah. Mm. Um, anyway, yeah. so and Jenny Craig is the uh, sister of Craig David. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm walking away. Half <laughs> sister. <laughs> uh, on that note, I think we all should be walking away. So, yeah. oh, wind up the podcast yeah. now. So, um, oh, Christ. In the, immortal, everything. In the immortal words of Jeff, in the immortal words of Jeff Thompson, I'm getting fucking drowned out here. <laughs> so, we'll leave it back. Good luck to the Test ah. Championship. Hopefully, you'll get some weather that can actually be fucking played. Uh, yep. Good luck to New Zealand, because why not? Everyone likes yep. New Zealand, except for New Zealand, because they all hate each other. Yeah, um, fuck them. All righty. Seven Ben Stokes, he fucking hates New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> all righty, boys. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye-bye. That was just a final shit. thought from me. Yes, Roscoe. Um, just in response to the Ocean's 11-11, I'm just spending some time now thinking up my bread 11, which should be all pastry items. Um, looking forward to putting that together. And uh, the early word is that the uh, captain of the team, uh, the, sorry, the chairman of selectors is Don Breadman. <laughs> oh, okay. Not available for, to play. Okay. Interesting. No, because no, he's not actually pastry. No <laughs> fucking. You've got a bread condiment. 11 that's made up of pastries. <laughs> and Don Breadman's not allowed in because he's not pastry. In the bread no, 11. He's a he's no a condiments. I don't want jams or fucking yeah. other things or yeah, marmites because yeah. that famous cricketer marmite, you know. <laughs> no, he's not allowed in because, like, he's not allowed in the over 40s because he wasn't 40. Because <laughs> he's not bread. Right. Yeah. Uh, good to know, Roscoe. We'll be hanging um, with bated breath, ready for that one to come out. Bated right, bread. everybody, with that extra three minutes of gold, let's say see you later and <laughs> off we go. See you guys. Oh, that, was, that was shit.